What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And I'm not sure if I'll ever have a beard again. Woo! <laughs> we're here with episode 108, where we're going to be talking about why do we have console wars in the first place. But first, we've got some segments for you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. You we, almost fell off. I Don't tell me how I live, but yeah. So, mustache is back again. It is. I'm not sure if I'll ever have a beard ever again. Not if you keep doing Sergeant Johnson. Sergeant Johnson is just such a good character. By the way, um, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, man, I just want to jump ahead to the the last segment or the news topics or just moving minutes. Well, um, guess what? We've got some timestamps for you. Mm -hmm. Just for you. Ooh, is don't you feel special? Mm, we Ew, got some timestamps. Don't make those noises. Mm. They're so strange. Especially with the mustache. Ew. Are you watching on video? Mm. Ew, stop <laughs> it. Um, we got some timestamps for you. Go check it out. Uh, but yeah, the American podcast. Do with it what you will. Anyways. Um, I feel like you're so far away this time. So far away. Like farther than usual. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we just did another skit this week. Yes, we did. I uh, We both think it's trash. I like the skit. I like the script. It's oh, thank just you. not the best video. Um not the best audio like it just it's definitely not our strongest video yeah i was making a thumbnail and I'm, I'm not even happy with a thumbnail it matches the video yeah <laughs> i was just like uh, but like i don't like my own script like the script so like i was writing it and i was like i don't know i don't know about this and then like what if the uh lead like the lead developer is sergeant johnson so hence mustache again yeah so uh but yeah go check it out uh it's on our channel uh i'll put a link up here a little link up there <laughs> if you want to check it out but yeah it's called uh if hell uh when the game doesn't have enough health in it yeah uh the next skit uh we're gonna have a lot of fun with i i have a lot of confidence it's gonna be yeah, a good one it's so it's gonna be interesting yeah it's gonna be interesting i'm gonna have a sleeveless tee on i'm gonna look like such a douchebag yeah um but it's gonna be fun you're gonna poison yourself <laughs> yeah just you wait Which no one's underground i don't understand until you watch it yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so i think it's about time to uh get the show rolling and rocking yeah that was backwards <laughs> i'm not even gonna answer that um but yeah if you want to hear more of these kind of um intro talks and whatnot uh definitely check out what's the biz what's the biz yeah. is our other podcast uh you can check it out on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts definitely check out what's the biz uh but yeah we also are on social media uh we can find our, ourselves on twitter at, we can find ourselves yeah we could well, i think we could true. uh at gaming groceries or you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us individually and be friends with us there. But also check us out on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. We can check out some uh, you know, stories for yourselves and uh, some gaming memes every now and again. But yeah, check that out. Instagram, it's awesome. I like it. But uh, check us out on Facebook. There you go. I don't know. Just check yourself on Facebook. <laughs> uh, we also have a website, gamesgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as find out, hey, where can I listen to the audio versions of the website? Well, it's right there for you, friendo, on the website, gamesgroceries.com, as well as some articles I've written in the past. And then finally, are you watching us on YouTube? Are you doing that for us? Uh, you are? Wow, that's cool. Uh, you should subscribe to the channel and then uh, hit that notification bell so that you know when all these podcasts come out as well as our weekly sketch videos. You know, we'll find out where, where, when do these come out. And guess what? Subscribe. Notification bell. You'll yeah. know exactly when it is. And then if you haven't yet, definitely uh, leave us a review on Podchaser. The link is in the description down below for Podchaser. Just uh, make a little Podchaser account. Uh, leave your honest star ratings there, and then yeah, uh, it really really helps out the uh, podcast. So, mm -hmm. with all that said and done, let's just move on to our first segment: movie minutes. Movie minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. No, not in theaters right now, not yet, but. You know, we're, we're watching these on the Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. And instead of giving you a uh, number review anymore, we have a five-point system. Yes, we do. Because I feel like that makes more sense with the context. Uh, five, you know, the, the, the last one or number one, right? Uh, 
uh, avoid at all costs. That's the word name. But avoid at all costs. Then we go to pass, and then enjoyable. It was good, mm-hmm. solid, and then perfect for us. Yes. Perfect. But yeah, so that's our five point rating scale. And then oh, uh, there we are. Movie minutes. And yep. this week's movie is found on Netflix, and it's called The Wrong Missy. Oh no! What? I thought I had the right Missy. We're a little late to the game here, though. It came out in, like, May. I think May yeah. 13th. I think it says, yeah, May 13th. I don't 13th. even remember really hearing about it, though, so. I remember seeing it. Like, Sean Chandler reviewed it. And mm. I was like, I, I did watch his review because I wanted to see it. But he never gives spoilers. Anyways, uh, back on topic. But, yes, The Wrong Missy on Netflix. Liz, opening thoughts, go. It was interesting yeah because it looks like it i feel like they struggled with wanting it to be funny and lighthearted, but they also wanted some raunchiness but they struggled with where to draw the line yeah that's what it felt like they wanted it to be more raunchy but they knew that wasn't attractive to everyone mm-hmm. so they like struggled on where that line was which i appreciate because if it was more raunchy than where it was i probably yeah. would have disliked it more yeah uh that that brings me to my first note which is this movie goes in strong like it goes in pretty pretty hefty like it doesn't hold back any punches like this is the character this is david spade um and here is missy uh who goes by missy but she goes by a different name that's not a real name blah 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 but this was a common nickname for melissa uh yeah but uh, so this movie has a 15-minute intro. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the whole thing is just like, here's David Spade. He's not good with women. Oh, look at this crazy lady. Oh, they went on a blind date before with uh, Tinder or whatnot. Oh, she's nuts. Uh, completely nuts. Like, over-the-top nuts. Like, unbelievable. I don't I don't think any person is like this nuts. Mm-hmm. And then you get into, uh, he's on an airplane trip, and he runs into a woman named Melissa, and then they have a little um, get-together. And then, you know, they exchange numbers, which, by the way, the other one, Melissa, she never called herself Missy, ever. In Ma- in his phone, they were both under Melissa. You were looking oh. down at that part. Oh, okay. Okay, that's where I was losing At me. least I'm pretty sure, because I just caught a glimpse of it right before it went off, but I'm pretty sure he had them both under Melissa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I was about to fault it. But yeah, it's a 15-minute intro. But, yeah, it goes in kind of strong, mm-hmm. but it does give you the flavor right there. It doesn't, you know, give you any lies. It's like, here's the movie. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Are you going to stick around? Here you go. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? Um, It is very clearly an Adam Sandler movie. Yes. Um, with Adam Sandler. Without Adam Sandler. But it is his production company and all of his friends are in it. Like, every person you see in any other Adam Sandler movie are in this movie mm-hmm. um all of them <laughs> so it's very yeah. clearly an adam sandler movie but i still in you know i i enjoyed watching it it wasn't horrible mm-hmm. it was it was interesting it's not something i would go back and watch but it was interesting and the talk about the humor though like this is a comedy film mm-hmm. it is an adam sandler film yeah. now this does have some good funny parts i yes. will say this that most of the movie, I was just like sitting like, that's not funny. But then there are some times where it just like, it, it actually, shocks you enough that you just like bust out laughing. I wouldn't say bust out laughing. Well, you just kind of like blurt it out. Yeah. Like it's kind of like when you hold back a laugh and you give that yeah, kind of laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, like it takes you off guard and you laugh. Yeah. That's the thing. It does make me genuinely laugh, especially Rob yeah. Schneider's character. <laughs> yeah. I loved him. <laughs> But that was hilarious. There are some good funny moments to this, but for the most part, this movie has some very easy jokes, right? Yeah. Uh, very, very kind of like sexual, drug induced, um, like very easy, like very much written in uh, other raunchy movies. So it's, mm-hmm. it kind of goes on to some easy takes, but but some of them are earned. I will be man enough to admit that this did get me laughing a yeah. good amount of times. Yeah. But <clears throat> now. Bring me to my uh, final note. This does have the same beats as an Adam Sandler movie. It has this whole squad in it. Uh, and it didn't really break bounds in what an Adam Sandler movie does. But uh, if, it, it's, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Adam Sandler movies. I mean, this, this I feel is closer 
to his older stuff almost. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there are some things he's done recently, like after Grown Ups, his movies kind of dwindled a bit for me. Yeah. Um, But this one kind of felt closer to like Grown Ups and his older stuff. I would say so, yeah. So I kind of remind me of uh, Billy Madison a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it was almost that type of raunchy, where it was like, of course, of course, dirty jokes. It maybe went a notch higher than his typical dirty jokes. Yeah, but not too far. And I think that's why I was okay with it because I grew up watching Adam Sandler. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. So let's get into our final ratings out of our five point system. Uh, five point system, which again, I'll remind you all. Uh, first point is avoid at all costs, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect. What'd you give it? I gave it an enjoyable. An enjoyable. Why? Because, like I said, I wouldn't go back to. I wouldn't watch it again unless, like, I had a friend that wanted to watch. I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, it was just good. Like we said, there was just some things that weren't really our type of humor. Yeah. But I mean, it has actors in it that we like yeah um like i said rob schneider really robbed the show i love anything that he's in he's Mm -hmm. just hilarious um but yeah so it was just that it was just it was enjoy it was an enjoyable movie it wasn't a waste of time but not something i feel the need to watch over and over again Mm -hmm. it's not a classic yeah no uh i also gave it an enjoyable but i wrote down a generous enjoyable like yeah, I, you didn't like it as much as I did. Yeah, I was really teetering between enjoyable and pass because I was just like, uh, in the end, I was like, kind of like, I would give it a pass, but like it made I said, you laugh too much. That's the thing. There were some times where it generally made me laugh, mm-hmm. like genuinely made me yeah. laugh. So I was like, I'm giving this a ge- uh, generous enjoyable. Yeah. But if you're just like browsing through it, if you watch the trailer and you're like, that's eh, not really catching me. That's kind of a pass. But Mm -hmm. if you're enjoying Adam Sandler movies, I enjoyed it. It did make me laugh. It's only an hour and a half. And on top of that, you don't like Adam Sandler movies as much as I do. Yeah, not as much. That's what I mean. So it makes sense that you (coughs) wouldn't like this one as much as I did. Yeah. So uh, that's our review. And like I said, these five point systems are for us. It's not like objectively like this is an enjoyable movie. but. If you have seen our movie tastes in past episodes, then this is what to expect. I gave it generously an enjoyable, and then you gave it a... I gave it a regular, flat, enjoyable. So uh, take with it as you will. It's on Netflix. It's called The Wrong Missy. It stars David Spade and other Adam Sandler characters. I can't remember. And this girl that is pretty new to the scene. Yeah, yeah. So she was good. She was good. She's a very good actress. Yeah, she was great. Um, we should learn her name. <laughs> we should. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, that's The Wrong Messy on Netflix. Check it out for yourself if you're so inclined. But that brings us to our next segment about gaming on our gaming podcast. Yeah. Let's just go into it with our next segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Liz, what's going on? Stuff. What's happening though? You Things. you you write all these notes down. You want me to read them? No, okay. <laughs> that's my job. Don't take my job now. <laughs> It's all I got now. What? I, I don't know. You love your current job. I do. Well, actually, I, I would like doing this full-time more. Yes, but you still enjoy your current job. I do enjoy my Just current like job. I enjoy my current job. Yeah, but I would love to do this full-time. Well, if you yeah. were so inclined to, subscribe to the channel and watch us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that we can do this full-time and stop working. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really care. Um it, it, it comes and it comes, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but subscribe to the channel. So <laughs> number three gaming news is about which. Oh, no, we're still wrong. Messy professional podcast here. Erps. <laughs> <Top three gaming laughs> news. Uh, it's about Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> professional podcast. Like how I, I love how it's just like, oh, please subscribe so we can do this full time. And we can't even oh. change a slide. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. Erps. It's about Fortnite. Uh, number three gaming news is that Fortnite uh, is officially, especially the Save the World mode, it's a fi- 
officially out of beta. I didn't even know it was in it, beta. It's out of early access. Pretty sure everyone forgot about that. I'm pretty sure I did until I read this article. <laughs> You're probably like, wait, is this article old? Yeah, when it said that it was, uh, I knew it was on beta mode because every time I'm on the loading screen for Fortnite, it always says in the top right corner, beta. Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just like, why is that? And Because um, it was still in beta. Which is wild like, to think about. Why well, is it? Why has it done all this stuff to stay in beta for years? Yeah, this has a lot to do with the save the world mode, which is like the single player mode that it first started with. I still remember back in 2016. This is three years ago. I remember this being 2016. Maybe it was 2017. But I remember in 2016, 2017, I remember Fortnite Save the World first came out. And I was just like, ah. Everybody was kind of like, eh, I'll pass on this. Mm -hmm. Then PUBG came out, and PUBG was going all on blast with Battle Royale. And then Fortnite Save the World came out with their own, and everybody was just like, oh, they're really trying to save Save the World, aren't they? They're really trying to get into the game. And turns out that simple move just took over, not just the gaming industry, but just the entire world. Yeah. That's insane what Fortnite did, and all of it was in early access beta, technically. So what will come now that it's not in beta? Well, let me read this quote right here. Uh, from Articles are linked down below, by the way. All the articles linked down below if you want to give it a read for yourself. But uh, this, uh, this comes from the article saying, Epic previously revealed plans to make Save the World free to play. But this latest announcement officially confirms that the co-op building adventure will not be going in that direction. While the content for Save the World campaign will now, quote-unquote, slow down and the main story is complete, the post states are, uh, the post states that, oh, the post, sorry, post states that there are still adventures to be had in seasonal events. So the article also says that, um, Seasonal events are still happening for Battle Royale mode. And that all of your purchases that happened in Battle Royale in the previous early access will still work in the Mm. uh, official game. But it's actually officially out. And that is wild. By the way, if you bought the Founders Pack for Fortnite, you get an 8,000 V-Buck bonus. That you don't even remember buying it. Yeah. like That's the thing. It's like, (laughs) holy crap. Because I remember... The Founders Pack, and I was like, really? They're really trying to make Save the World a thing. And what's crazy is that they're still not making Save the World free to play. They're still making it a premium purchase, the single-player game. I didn't even know they had a single-player game. Everybody forgot about it. Because, I mean, I remember coming out and kids, like, playing Fortnite, but I don't ever remember hearing anything about a single-player mode. Like, I've only ever heard of, Mm -hmm. like, our students and all playing the battle royale Battle Royale. i didn't even know there was a single player till today i like i said i still remember when save the world came out and i was just remember thinking like this is weird like building against zombies like it's kind of weird and then battle royale came out and i was like that's not gonna go anywhere (laughs) (laughs) you were wrong oh man boy were they wrong remember that out one's out video boy were they wrong nope he hates that video but um yeah so it just says that seasonal events are still happening it's still going to progress battle royale and all of your purchases are going to go forward uh and you get an eight thousand feet bucks if you bought the founders pack so it's kind of like um wow like this happened yeah <laughs> like, like wow we all forgot it wasn't official yet <laughs> I, <laughs> good on you epic i guess um congratulations Thanks for putting this in beta for three years, even though you had the money to do. Definitely had the money. But that's not up for me to say, because I'm just a poor peasant news podcaster who can't even change his slides. So who am I to judge? (laughs) But that's that Fortnite going out of early access. Good for you. Speaking of another good for you. Uh, Nintendo is in the news. Yeah. Or was in the news because you're watching this on Monday and, you know, it's yeah. probably old news. But Whatever. Uh, remember the Joy-Con drifts? Yeah. Yeah. The Nintendo president, Shintaro. Oh, wait. Did I say his name right? Yes, I did. Shintaro Furukawa apologizes for the Joy-Con drift. He says, sorry. I'm so very sorry. Better That's how he said it, too. <laughs> better late than never. Yeah. So. I guess. This is coming from an investor's meeting. And this is important to know, by the way. Uh, I think context matters in this certain um, 
setting because a lot of people are are thinking that oh man nintendo just came on twitter and said sorry everybody will you forgive us please mm-hmm. and thank you thank you no they didn't say that uh they didn't say on twitter they said it in an investors meeting after an investor asked him a question about it so he didn't so really he didn't apologize to anyone yeah let me actually read his apology right here so this is from uh the article link down below uh, if you want to read it for yourself but uh, this is coming from Shitaro Furukawa, who says, Regarding the Joy-Con, we apologize for any trouble caused to our customers, Nintendo President uh, Shitaro Furukawa said at a recent investor question and answer session. Uh, we are continuing to aim to improve our products, but as the Joy-Con is the su- subject of a class action lawsuit in the United States... USA. Anyways, and this is still a pending issue. We would like to refrain from responding about any specific actions. So, yeah, this is has nothing to do with any kind of Twitter apology or any kind of official statement. This is ha, has to do with an investor question and answer session. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Here's where a line comes in. And I was thinking about making this kind of uh, the big topic for Mm-hmm. the show but i don't know it's it, i can just say it in a couple words really uh where's the line drawn where developers have to apologize for bad works you know i think when you spend a lot of money on a system and mm-hmm. it comes broken yeah and that's the thing this has been a pretty devastating like amount of joy con drift exactly. we've like, never experienced it no our friend well, kevin hasn't experienced it yeah But Mm -hmm. the thing is, so many people did enough that it's a class action lawsuit. In the USA. Thanks, dear. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, But the fact that it's that big of a deal, it's like you sold thousands of people this broken product and you're apologizing two years, three years later. Yeah, I think this happened in, yeah, probably since the beginning, probably three years ago, two or three years ago, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember talking about it mm-hmm. when we lived in Long Island. Yeah, yeah, no, um, it, it was wild. Exactly, but it's like you're apologizing two years later. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty late. You should have apologized when you put it. It would have been so easy to just go out and say, "Hey, I'm really sorry. We put out this product. We were unaware of this problem that it was it wasn't presenting a problem when we were testing it." And apologize, and they did fix everyone. Right. But it's still just like. You released a broken product mm-hmm. and you're apologizing two years later. And you're not even apologizing to everyone. You're apologizing to an investor. And that's the other thing is that now when I say what's the line, I think it, it really goes into um, a significantly broken product. Not, yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, should uh, should Sean Murray really apologize for um, HelloFresh <laughs> uh, for No Man's Sky? And he didn't really apologize. He more apologized by making the game better. Yeah. But now, like, he's apologizing with, with words because he hasn't really fixed the issue because Joy-Con drift even happened with the Switch Lite. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of cases. That's uh, I was like a little nervous about getting a Switch Lite. Yeah. But there were some cases that came out and they were still having Joy-Con drift on the Switch Lite. So yeah. we didn't really fix it. So, yes. And that's the thing. So it's like... Mm-hmm. That, I think, is where the line is. It's like you're continuing to put out a broken product. Yeah. It's the same way I feel knowingly. about... Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way I feel about day one patches. You are knowingly putting out an unfinished product that we're paying money for. Yeah. With a big amount of patches. Because day one patches are always going to be a thing. Yeah. But it's the amount. Like, it's not like a and gig. And the fact that after the day one patch, there's still some horrible glitches. You should check out Call of Duty because man, man, oh man, are those um are those patches pretty hefty? Yeah, they are very hefty. So is Fallout seventy sixes, but you know that's not for me to say. But yeah, so he came out, he apologized to an investor, not to you, but yeah. to an investor, uh, not to you. If you're listening to this, he doesn't apologize to you unless you gave him money, which you kind of did because um, Joy Cons paid for it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he apologized by saying sorry. But we'll do better. <laughs> but um, <Why? laughs> I'll do better, Mama. <laughs> oh, stop! Oh my goodness. 
subscribe to the channel. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, I love how he apologized with like, um, since it's a class action lawsuit, maybe I should say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Anyways, but on to the big news. The big news. You know me. If you listen to the podcast, I'm a big NBA 2K fan. Yeah. Huge. I buy it every single year because, oh, why do you do that, Adam? Because I'm a sucker, okay? <laughs> I understand. But I'm a sucker, and I love it. But I will always purchase it. Now, what has NBA 2K21 done good for us? It's actually done pretty good for some reason. But this has nothing to do with NBA 2K21. It has everything to do with the gaming industry because NBA 2K21, according to a pre-order uh, chart, uh, next-gen games are going to be $70. Mic drop, except my mic is on a stand. But oh, it's also I also clipped the mic. Expensive, and I don't want you to drop it. It is very expensive, and I clipped it. Anyways, good job. But but yeah. So uh, according to this pre-order chart, you see that the uh, standard edition for Xbox One, PS4, is going to be the regular sixty dollars, mm -hmm. right? And then you see the Xbox Series X versus PS5, sixty-nine ninety-nine. $70. So that's pretty much a confirmation. This is not a... Oh, this is not a rumor alert. Don't stop. It's not a rumor alert. Thanks. You're welcome. But uh, it is not a rumor alert. This is pretty much a confirmation to say that next-gen games will be costing $70. That's insane. What do you think? That makes my heart hurt. It does. Because that's, that, that's expensive. Now, here's the thing. When games rose up in the Xbox 360 PS3 era, when they rose up from $50 to $60, I remember the world being a little shocked. I wasn't shocked myself because, I don't know, I was still younger. Yeah, so when you that came out... younger because you were like, yeah, was, that's not bad. I don't have anything else to pay for. Yeah, that's the thing. I was a sophomore in high school when it happened but now i'm a full-grown adult and i hear a ten dollar raise i'm like excuse me but i'm sure the same kind of factor happened in the 360 era mm -hmm. and we've kind of accepted this 60 dollars, but 70 dollars for some reason it's because it's just like 60 dollars is still close to 50 dollars yeah whereas 70 dollars is close to 100 dollars. yeah like there. <sighs> Like, that's the way I think about it. I think of everything in relation to, like, 50 and 100 or half and whole. Yeah, I don't know. Like, for some reason, $60 always felt... Like, here's the thing. Like, um, even though it's, like, kind of an okay amount, I, I'm, I'm going to be uh, uh, switching over to protein powders. <laughs> but I've been wanting to switch over to a different protein powder. And there's this one from EHP Labs that sounds amazing because banana. I love it. But... And I know you're going to put it in the comments. You should try this one. I'm going muscle tech. Shut up. But uh, HP Labs, there is uh, a two-pound tub mm -hmm. for $55. And then there's the five-pound tub for 80 mm -hmm. And five pounds is like for $80 in terms of two pounds for 55 yeah. That sounds a better value. But to me, I'm like, I see that $80 price point, And I'm like, well, I also see the $55 price point. I'm like, yikes. But, yeah. but $80 is like... Yeah, $55, I'm like, I can reason myself with that, even though it's a protein powder. And even though it means that you're not going to be buying it as often right? because it's five pounds. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like $55, though, I can I can, I can, can um, justify. But then you get to that $70, $80, yeah. then you're just like, oh, that's so much closer to 100 like you exactly. said. Uh, so in terms of video games, it's kind of like, yikes. Like, we're going into the yeah. $70 mark, which we knew it was coming. But, like, that's more than some of our bills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just... Do you know what I can buy with $70? That's almost all of our groceries. That's, like, more than half our groceries. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of money. That is that is a lot of money. That's the thing. It's just, like... Well, like, you like as an adult, you have something to compare that to. Like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, 50 bucks. Like what? Like you yeah, don't think know, about what else is 50 bucks. But as an adult, I'm just like, do you know what I could buy with $70? You sound like uh, Chris's dad on Everybody Hates Chris. You know what I could buy with $50? <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. It, that is it, how I think, though. But that's the thing. Um, I might have taught you that because I've 
been saying that over and over again. It's like, you know what I can do with $50? <laughs> I can get groceries. But, um, <laughs> do you have any pizzas we can get with $70? Jeez. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like we were talking about this off camera before we started uh, when I was uh, reviewing the top three. And then I, I said to you, when's really when's the last time i bought a full price game mm-hmm. what's the last time and i i really try to think about it quite rarely very rarely like usually the only time you buy a full price game is if it's something that you really want like it's and you're getting it released like you usually get 2k mm-hmm. new yeah because i'm a sucker full price um, but lately, but you usually do something where you get a coupon or cash back. Like mm-hmm. You usually do like those specials. Yeah. But yeah. Usually you wait a while to get it either used at our local video game store mm-hmm. or you wait until they're to sale. That's the thing. It's just like you see that $70 point and yeah, it's expensive and maybe the sales will make it even more hefty. But you know what? You always wait for sales. I mean, mm-hmm. I just bought Homefront the Revolution with all of its DLCs for six bucks. Yeah. When it originally came out, it's 60. So it's kind of like one of those things that like, yeah, you could buy it $70, but it's not always going to be $70. Yeah. Like I said, I wanted to play home front of the revolution because your boy's a Philly boy. It's set in Philly, but, um, which by the way, uh, yikes. Um, it was worth $6. Let's say that with all the DLC, but, um, I'm still playing it though. But yeah, it's just one of those things that like, yeah, it's going to raise up, but mm-hmm. it's going to make Game Pass subscriptions uh, a lot more valuable. This is true. And it's just one of those things that like, we all saw it coming. The graphics mm-hmm. look amazing. They do. Um, yeah. So I'm not surprised. Like it's, you, you know why it's raised. It's just, but it's just like, it's a yikes. painful raise. $70. That's a lot of money. It is. Like that's, that's wild. But um, but yeah, just be prepared for that. That games are now going to cost seventy dollars instead of sixty. And yeah. we said the same thing in two thousand five. Like they're going to cost fifty, uh, sixty dollars instead of fifty dollars. So mm-hmm. now, when the day comes when it reaches up to eighty, my heart's going to explode. Oof. Yeah, but maybe we'll be rich by then. It won't matter. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> enough people will subscribe to the channel. <laughs> maybe if we learn how to change the slides properly we'll get enough subscribers yeah that's the to thing. afford video games in the future that's the reason why i can't afford 70 dollars because i can't change powerpoint <laughs> slides that's the reason it is <laughs> dang it but is what it is so uh write all your thoughts in the comments down below about your thoughts on the uh, gaming news we got uh fortnite coming out of early access then we got a uh, nintendo president saying sorry for the joy cons and then we got 70 dollar uh games coming out and uh, according to nba 2k21 but uh thanks zion williams that was weird what you zion williams Ew. thank you you're so weird thank you <laughs> come okay. again by the way damien Lowe is on the cover for um for the xbox one version Her? which she which he deserves it damien lillard it's dame time but kobe bryant is on the special editions so well, that's good yeah, I was hoping it was on the standard editions, but you know, Jojo you could, number one. But uh, yes, Jojo number one. But <laughs> you know, I would think that Kobe Bryant should be on the standard edition instead of paying like you guys pay a hundred dollars to remember Kobe. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a little rude. It is a little rude. So, uh, but I think it's time to go into our final segment, don't you think so? I agree. So, let's just move on to our final segment. Every single week here on the Games of Groceries channel, we like to have a little conversation about the gaming industry. Whether it be about female gamers or game preservation, we like to talk with you, the viewer, about some certain gaming topics. Uh, no guests this week. No. Is that was that on accident? Oh, no, no guests. No, it's it's just on purpose. It's because um, we're tired. But, yeah, but we, we got camera, too. We need an introvert break. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, but yeah, it was really great. Uh, we're gonna just spend probably two episodes, just me and you. We need some. We need some good couple time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're definitely gonna have more guests coming because I just, I just feel like they're really good conversations. So. Yeah, they are. Uh, but we're definitely introverts at heart, and we just need a little bit of introvert time. You're you're a little bit of both, but I'm like true, like yeah. through and through introvert. So yeah. I'm exhausted. So I'm the one bringing on guests, and you're like, <laughs> I'm Who? just like. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> like meeting new people. Like I always love, I love all the guests we've had. Yeah. They've been great conversations, but meeting new people is exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can say that again, <laughs> but uh, thank you everybody who's come on the show. Yeah. You're yeah. very valued. Um, yes. Especially. You are very valued. Not we are very valued. We are very valued though. <laughs> You're not valued. Me. Adam. I'm valued. <laughs> um, but yeah, especially the ones who have come on recently and the ones before that and the ones that come on since the beginning i don't know let's start so the conversation all of them all of them but uh let's start the conversation let's do that uh we are actually talking about console wars uh be- especially between xbox uh series x and the ps5 and you know the next gen the nintendo switch which isn't happening by the way um but let's talk about that what yeah. are the console wars how did they start so console wars or what I'm assuming, yeah, is like just like the battle of like people who tri- who like primarily play Xbox, people who primarily play PlayStation, mm-hmm. and then there's Nintendo. But I feel like the biggest war is between PlayStation and Xbox because they're similar. Yeah. Whereas Nintendo is more seen as like a family type system. It, it's it's its own ecosystem altogether yeah. because you never really get Nintendo people really involving themselves in the console war. Yeah, and I think it's because like people who play both Xbox and PlayStation also play Nintendo. Like Nintendo is yeah. just like for everyone. I always yeah. viewed it as like the family system because it has mostly family friendly games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Console wars are definitely you have your system. And you are ready to die for it. You're going to die on a hill. You're going to have yeah. debates online. You're going to have Twitter beef with other people saying like, ugh, Xbox. Beef bleh. with your spouse. Yeah. What's that? Beef with your spouse. Beef with your spouse. But that's the thing. Is that like, it's like this weird beef that you have. But yeah, now yeah. you say it, I don't really think, I'm sure Nintendo fans are always about console wars, but I just feel like they're kind of outside of that. Yeah. Uh, and they don't really involve themselves in it. I, I still remember Nintendo fans, like just in my own life, mm-hmm. you know, they would hear console wars and they would just be with their own kind, like, they, like other Nintendo fans. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like, yeah, but can you do this? And they just take their console outside. <laughs> like okay bye and peace peace out but um yeah no basically the console wars you know it really started with nintendo and sega by the way before i even start this conversation definitely pick up the book um console wars you know, definitely deemed that mm-hmm. uh console wars it's a fantastic book i read it well i listened to it audiobook this is sponsored by no not- it's not oh but uh yeah i bought i bought it on audible i listened to it on my morning walks and Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And it really shows where Console Wars started. Mm-hmm. And it really started with the marketing, right? Uh, especially when Sega said, like, Sega does what Nintendo don't. And I was like, woo, that's ugh, <laughs> that's a horrible slogan. And they thought so, too. Sega hated that. And that's why they uh, hired uh, Tom Klazinski. But, yeah, but it really started with the marketing. And I think mm-hmm. that kind of culture kind of seeped into our own kind yeah and it just like it was a generational thing it was a generational jump yeah and it was from marketing like really clear-cut marketing to mm-hmm. now where people are just you know on their uh, twitter beef yeah now let's talk about this where do our personal things lie so why don't you start honey bear i play playstation yeah um it started with the fact that when I got into video games, it was with Life is Strange. Uh-huh. And I really like those story games where it's like playing a movie almost. Yeah. Um, And there's not much skill involved. Like, I'm getting better with skill-based games, but I still primarily like to play the storyline games. Mm-hmm. And um, most of those games are on PlayStation. They're PlayStation exclusive, mm-hmm. like David Cage games. So... I automatically kind of needed a PlayStation if I was going to get into games. Right. But I've kind of grown to enjoy it more than the Xbox. But that's mostly because of the controller. Mm Mm-hmm. Because after having a PlayStation, I realized the controller for the PlayStation is so much easier for me to hold. Not Um, for the PlayStation 5. Well, you don't know that yet. Look at it. It's all beefy. 
Beefy boy. It's still not as beefy, though. Like, look, the hand room is still more than that one. Yeah, that's you true. You see? So that one's still probably going to be easier for me to hold. And the triggers. I'm very excited for those triggers. Oh, yeah, the adaptive like, triggers. super excited for the adaptive triggers. Um, also, it's pretty. <laughs> and I don't yeah. want to hear your... I don't want to hear your spiel. It's pretty. <laughs> um, yeah. So... I really like PlayStation. I like that I can hold it because, I mean, I don't have, like, tiny hands, but I have smaller mm-hmm. hands than him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I really like it. I like the games that are exclusive to PlayStation. Um, and I don't know. I just, I, I like it more. Yeah. There's no. really no actual reason. I just like it more. I am definitely an Xbox fanboy. I'm I've I've been since day one because that was the first console where I really fell in love with games because mm-hmm. of course I had the NES growing up and then the N64 right and I wanted a GameCube but my grandmother uh, who's Russian um, she which when she heard that she actually got me the very first OG Xbox and I was disappointed at first. but then I just really started to play what I really started to play was just at Radio Future. And that just blew my mind, and I absolutely loved it. And I felt, I felt like that was a time Jet Set Radio Future where I was just like, "Yeah, I, I, I want to do this. Like, I want to buy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just looked at video games. Like, I was like, I this. I want to do this. <laughs> I want all of them. That. I'll take one of each. <laughs> and so I really loved, um, you know, the Odd World series, uh, especially you know, Munch's Odyssey, and then. Um, I, I like Blinks. Oh, that was an exclusive. <laughs> that was an exclusive. And especially, especially Halo. Mm-hmm. Halo 2 was the most mind-bending to me because that was the first time where I could play like an action game that was very story and lore heavy. Mm-hmm. That really blew me away. I started playing Morrowind on the Xbox. And it was just one of those things that like I always played my games on Xbox. Yeah. And I just grew up with it. It it really comes down to that. That like my teenage years was filled with Xbox. My formative yeah. years were, were with Xbox, where I grew up kind of with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, my formative years really formed with Xbox, and then yeah. going into the 360, and even to now the Xbox One. I still love it, and it's really it really just comes down to it was a generational thing. Like it was just my yeah, formative thing. It's what you grew up with, and so that's what you're attracted to. But you don't deny that there are games you enjoy playing on the PlayStation. Yeah, like Spider Man. Exactly. Like, that was my like, game of the year. You don't you don't not play games just because they're on the PlayStation. Exactly. Just like if there was a game only on the Xbox. I would play it eventually. Yeah. I actually, when I got really sad when I realized that to play all the Assassin's Creed, I have to play it on the Xbox. Well, that's only because, you know. Because that's what we own it on. We're not going to go buy yeah. all the games on PlayStation when we have them on Xbox. Exactly. I have, I, I played all my Assassin's Creed games on an Xbox system. So that's what we own it on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and then there's, you know, there's like the Kingdom Hearts games that's all on uh, PlayStation, but they're. The yeah. amount of games that is, but though I have come to realize that if I could have every game on Nintendo Switch, that's yeah. what I would primarily play on. Yeah, you'd be a Nintendo Switch person because I personally enjoy. I like having the TV on. Like I'm a very TV person. Like I prefer to be watching TV and movies. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing video games, I would like to be playing the video game with something going in the background. Mm-hmm. So that's why I prefer the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember even saying to him, like, can I just get all the Assassin's Creed on Nintendo? I promise I will go right through them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think only Assassin's Creed 3 is on. Assassin's Creed 3, uh, Black Flag is on it, uh, Rogue, and maybe a couple others. And well, I can't they remember. need to get on that. They really do. So that I can play dis- them. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. But, yeah, no, like, I'm only on Xbox really only because it, it formed me. Yeah. And that's the thing. It was just my preference. Yeah. But I, like you said, I don't deny that PlayStation has good games. I don't deny that that mm-hmm. has the better exclusives. Yeah. But to me, Xbox is just where I call home, and that's mm-hmm. really it. Uh, now going into uh, console wars, right? Yeah. Uh, where does it start nowadays? I said that before. It was all the marketing, right? But whose mm-hmm. fault is it really? Is it still? marketing's fault or is it people's insecurities that are kind of like coming out what do you think say people's insecurities i think it comes from the people who grew up with each system yeah like you said you grew up with xbox so you are like diehard xbox fan yeah whereas they're 
guys who grew up with playstations right they're diehard playstation fans Mm -hmm. so i think it's a little bit of both because you can tell when they present these systems that you can tell they're trying to one-up each other yeah oh yeah it's like sibling rival rivalry they want to do better than the other one Mm -hmm. and so you can tell that but they don't need to advertise it yeah they just do it and their fans can tell and then the fans are just talking about their favorite systems they're like why do you think that big old block of brick is better than this sleek beautiful thing and then you say i feel like that came out personally like you know just on the top of my head brick i was gonna do no i'm not even gonna do vice versa oh man i was gonna say the opposite but you know never mind that this ugly spaceship looking i was gonna say that you know and like you say like you think that this is so much better functionally and that's gonna be hard like you just like it's Mm -hmm. the reverse that's gonna overheat. I'm I'm swearing to the I, PlayStation Five. I understand that. I still don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty. But uh, yeah, no, like that's the thing. Is it? It really comes down to your insecurities, which will go, which will go into the um, social media answers in a, in a little bit. But yeah, I, I really think it comes down to the people's insecurities about what they purchase, and I think it has. Mm-hmm. I think it has a little to do with. Uh, what, what what is that? I was swallowing. Oh, okay. Um, I, I thought you were like, what? No, I, I was I, trying to swallow quietly. No, I think it has something to do with marketing, right? Like, that's that's how they do it, right? Mm-hmm. They, they they are companies, right? And they yeah. do go after each other. And they're trying to they build brand. They know who their biggest competition is. It's each other. Yeah, and that's the thing. So, like, they, they do want brand loyalty, but it's not like the days of Sega and Nintendo where it was, like, very cutthroat. Yeah. Video gaming was still very new back then. People mm-hmm. could be flexible in buying another system. Well, like, no, because... Um, it, it was one or the other. Like, that's the thing. Wait, what do you mean? I don't know. Yeah. Wait. Like, I just mean, like, it was still very early in video gaming. People didn't have a loyalty yet. Yeah. That, that, that's what I mean. Like, they were trying to be cutthroat so that you do build a loyalty. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's the thing is that, like, Nintendo was very family friendly, where Sega was, like, the edgy teenager. Like, th- this is where they are. And it was very much, like, mm-hmm. like read the book, by the way, Console Wars. It was, it was very mind opening. Um, it, it was really good. Just a very good read or a good listen. I don't know. But yeah, no, it, it was it was nuts. And then that's the thing. Nowadays, I feel like there's more unity in the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that one Game Awards, I believe it was 2018s or 2019s. I can't remember which one where Sean Layden, Phil Spencer and uh, Reggie. I miss you, Reggie. But Reggie fils were all on stage together. It was um it was just kind of like this unity. I think it was last year because <laughs> that's when Reggie also announced his yeah. retirement, I think. Then it would have been twenty nineteen because That's what I said, it was last year. Yeah. I can't remember. I I think it was last year. Yeah. But correct us in the comments. But Well probably wrong. Yeah. But yeah, like when they were all on stage together, it was less cutthroat. And I'm sure there mm-hmm. is cutthroat behind the scenes. It has to be. They're your business. And I'll get into that in a little bit, but that's the thing is that I think nowadays the marketing is a little bit more lax. It's less against each other and more of just like trying to focus on making a better brand. Mm-hmm. Like Xbox, when they made the Game Pass, I don't really think they kind of marketed it to be against PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was just more of like, hey, here's Game Pass. Go for it. Here you go. Where and then PlayStation, you know, says like PS5. Now, oh, I will say, I still remember. I just remembered in the top of my heads, um, my heads when the mm-hmm. Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 first was announced, and Xbox One first said that to play used games, you always have to be online. It was a DRM kind of crap. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation came in with a quick hit, and they were just like, oh, here's how you play used games on the PlayStation 4, or like, this is how you let your friends borrow it. Here you go. And uh-huh. like they just hand it to a friend. That was that was cutthroat, but not in the way of like the old like nineties. Yeah, market. that was just very like haha, we won this one. Yeah, that's a thing. Like as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh well, it was like a debate forum. Yeah. Just from that move alone, that's really what made Sony win this generation. Yeah. But I really do think that console wars nowadays mainly, and I would say like 80%, maybe 20% to marketing, but 80% of people saying like, 
I I am this way. This is my identity. Like I say before, I am an Xbox fanboy. I am. Mm-hmm. I, uh, unapologetically, I'm an Xbox fanboy. Doesn't matter what product they put out, you're going to buy it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like, I know I'm a klutz. Whatever. Oh, Adam, aren't you more into PC gaming? First of all, shut up. Second of all, I'm the one talking here. But... um. <laughs> That's the thing is that like I am an Xbox fanboy, but I'm not going to go out of my way for Wolf One. I don't have really any ammunition to be like, oh, PlayStation, what stupid exclusives. I got hundreds of old games that I pay ten dollars a month for. But that what was I going to say? But that's the thing. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I am an Xbox fanboy, but I don't count it as my identity. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I don't say to people as like. I don't treat it like it is everything to me. Yeah. But if someone asks you like, oh, what system do you play? You'll be like Xbox. Xbox and you'll give that. your reasons. Yeah. And that'll be the end of it. Whereas the people who involve themselves with console wars and Twitter beef, it, it really think I really feel like they, they see it as their identity. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I know that Phil Spencer doesn't know I exist. And that's yeah. the thing. Phil, by the way, if you ever watch this ever, like, ever in history you know give me a call maybe we can sit down for coffee i don't know but uh i don't know maybe you won't but here's the thing is that like i know that phil spencer doesn't know me personally Mm -hmm. and i know that he doesn't care about me personally why should i care so much that i make it my identity yeah it really goes into politics too like you're so tied to your politics that's your identity and it's like these people don't know who you are yeah. And I'm not trying to make this political, but anything that you count yourself an identity with that's a business, it's yeah. like they don't know who you are. Yeah, they don't know who you are, and you need to learn who you are without that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if Xbox ever, go, get, ever goes under, it's like, okay, then I'll just go to PlayStation. Like, there's no problem. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Yeah. But it's like parents who, like, their whole life was being a parent, and then when their kids leave, they're like, they kind of lose their identity. It's like, exactly. so what are you going to do if these companies ever close? What do you like? Who are you going to be if this company shuts down? Now, jumping into politics a little bit, um, and then I'm going to go into social media answers. But with a world that's already pretty divided, mm-hmm. everybody's against each other with certain things, especially with the masks. <laughs> By the way, little side note: Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to put on a mask? Like, honestly, it's just a mask. And you're always like, okay, a little quick story. A little quick story. And I said this to you. I texted you this. I work at a restaurant. And uh, this one person, he's in his 70s. And he comes in. And he's barely wearing his mask. Just barely. Like, not even, like, under his nose. Like, it's It's like. It's like just touching his upper lip. Nope. It was touching it like the middle of his mouth. Like, his upper lip is exposed. He should have just walked in without it then. And he's like, grow, grow. Do I really have to wear this thing? And I was like, yeah, until you get to your table. Doesn't say a word to me. And then he reaches in his pocket and then shows me his inhaler and just stares at me. And I just told him, like, like, you should have been like. My wife has one of those, too. No, I just said, like, I looked him dead in the eye. Like, that changes nothing, sir. And he continues to hold it and stare at me. And I was like, your table's right here. It is literally 15 feet away. Yeah, It's not like your restaurant is huge. We no. talked about this, I think, on What's the Biz. I'm like, it's not like it's a huge restaurant. But, like, people make it such a big to do. But that coming back to video games, though. But wear your mask. <laughs> just wear it. Just wear your mask. Anyways, but that's the thing is that with a world already divided, especially with the whole mask situation, dividing people and like opening up the states and closing them. And now with politics and this whole Mm -hmm. Trump era, everybody's so divided. Why are we going to allow our purchasing for consoles divide us even further? Yeah. Why? Like, why should we let ourselves do that, man? We shouldn't. I think people just it just feels like at least these days. People just want to fight about something. That's the thing. They just want to argue. They do. And it's like they just I don't understand why people choose to be so angry. Like when I was younger, like and I've talked about this before. I was so angry, like at everything. Like I was just an angry person. And I felt so free when I finally got rid of that and let go of it. Yeah. Like, why do you want to be angry all the time? 
Like, like why really? do you want to start a fight with everyone? Like, do you know what that's going to do to your blood pressure when you get older? That's not healthy. It's yeah. just not. Yo, uh, by the way, I was bringing up a social media answer, and look at that. My dude, Retro Gamer Podcast, he's wearing his mask. In his own store. In his own store. Look at that. Just on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing his mask. You're, you're such a good dude. Like, that's the thing. If um, Not to get all way off topic, but if the employees can wear the mask all day, you can wear it for the 20 yeah. minutes you're wherever you are. Look at my dude so. wearing a mask. I'm so proud of you, man. But anyways, um, but yeah, so let's get into some social media answers now that I'm on social media. But uh, I asked you on, t- on Twitter and Instagram and <laughs> Facebook, um, <laughs> why do gamers participate in console wars? And then I asked you that on social media. And then uh, we got some uh, and some answers from uh, Devoted Saint Retro, which, by the way, definitely follow them on on, on Instagram. Uh, Devoted Saint Retro, he actually makes like wood, like wood cutting controller holders and other like really good mem- uh, memorabilia. I want them so bad. They're so awesome. They're so cool looking. But yeah, definitely check them check them out on uh, Instagram and uh, DM them saying like, "Hi, Games Grocery sent you," or I don't know, what do whatever you want. But uh, treat them with fairness. Anyways, yeah. um, he says this. Because of fandom, period. Uh, it started with Sega and Nintendo. Now it's uh, Xbox versus PlayStation. People like what they like. And that's exactly it. It's just like mm-hmm. it started with that. But just people like what they like. And I like what uh, and I like how you said that. Where it's just like it, it really should just come down to that. Like, oh, why are you an Xbox fan? I like what I like. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, what do you think? Oh, as the uh oh, camera one's gone. Oh no. I'm gonna keep you distracted. But yeah, so uh Liz likes PlayStation because of the controller and it just fits her hand better. And that's really just it. You know, she likes the story games. And when I worked in GameStop and people asked me, like, oh, should I get an Xbox One or PS4? And I'm like, okay, go over to the game wall and see what games you like. Do you like the games on Xbox? Mm-hmm. Do you like the games on PlayStation? Which ones do you like? Boom. That's the system you should get. Yeah. It, and, and I preferred the games that PlayStation offered. Mm-hmm. And you as an Xbox guy, you're like, no, we only play Xbox in our house. <laughs> like you didn't do that. You're like, all yeah. right, let's get you a PlayStation. Let's get you playing these games that you want to play. I haven't finished all of them that we bought originally two years ago. Mm-mm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So then we go over on Twitter and uh, nobody answered on Facebook. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> then we have an answer from, uh, do you want to continue? And they say insecurity and the need to validate their life's choices. And I like that last part, the need to validate their life's yeah. choices. And especially the word validates. Mm-hmm. They really need to validate what they desire, what they hold true to. And it's just like, why? Who cares? I feel like that comes with today's society of people always attacking your person. Yes. Like people are always asking you to defend every belief that you have, everything you like. And people and I think that's just how we've been primed growing up lately. Yeah. It's just you have to defend why you like that. Why do you like that? Everyone attacks you. Everyone you get bullied for things that you like. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why what makes us so defensive about a video game console it's like mm-hmm. we have to defend why we like this so much and i yeah. think that's probably where it stems from that's a good answer yeah i like that a lot um thank you do you want to continue uh, i believe there are podcasts uh they are uh i i'm sorry i haven't listened to you yet i will definitely uh be listening to you very soon uh but i i saw that i was like man that's a really good answer mm-hmm. thanks again man uh and then finally we have from at commander nikki who says some people just always want to pick fights as uh, you were saying mm-hmm. they just always want to pick fights and honestly that's sad because aren't we all on the same team uh lo- loving a video games team mm-hmm. but maybe some people feel extremely pla- uh, be- blah, 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 blah. uh but maybe some people feel extremely proud of exclusives of their console and mm-hmm. of choices um and are very cool and are very vocal about it and maybe sometimes that escalates. And yeah, totally mm-hmm. agree. Uh, sometimes you're just proud of the exclusives. And that's really what it comes yeah. down to. And you're willing to just shut people down because, oh, exclusives. Bleh. What do you have? Halo? Gears of War? Bleh. But I don't really care. 
Yeah. We really don't care. It really just comes down because to... Because you also enjoy the exclusives that are on PlayStation. I do. Now, I personally am not a fan of the exclusives that are on Xbox, mm-hmm. which is, again, why I got a PlayStation, because it offered the games that I like. Yeah. And that, so. it really comes down to that. Like, I... I'm definitely a Halo fanatic. Yes. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't care what other exclusives are on PlayStation. Does it play Halo? I really don't care. And I tried Halo. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. But I love it. Like, I grew up with it. Yeah. It's it's definitely my mainstay. Like, Halo Infinite is going to be yeah. everything for me. Yeah. I will buy that game proudly for $70. You've been $70. waiting forever for that. I have been waiting forever. because every single E3 and... Um, <laughs> game award. You're like, Hill Infinite. Is this? Is this it? Is this no, it? No, it's not it. Oh, is this it? <laughs> but like, oh my god, Halo Five was just hot garbage. It was. I don't care. The the, the multiplayer I liked, but oh, Halo Five was just <laughs> hot, hot garbage. So was Halo Four. Halo Four's multiplayer was just garbage. That whole game was garbage. So whatever. But Halo Infinite, I'm definitely looking forward to. And I really don't care. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Um, it comes down to, like, what Devoted Saint Retro said. Like, people like what they like. And I think it should just end with that, you know? Mm-hmm. That people just want to play what they want to play on. And it doesn't really matter in the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. So I, I really do believe that console wars come down to insecurities from people. Yeah. I just feel like that's just wasted energy for yourself. And if mm-hmm. this is coming from, you know, pushing 30, I'm 29. So I'm not like filled with wisdom um, like Brian McGinnis is. Oh, <laughs> got him. Uh, it was definitely it was both an insult and a compliment because he's old. You're so mean. <laughs> but he's also filled with wisdom because he's old. You're an idiot. Anyways. Um, <laughs> hi, Brian. If you're listening to this. You're good. You're a good boy, but um, <laughs> is he a dog now? <laughs> good boy, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's coming from a 29 year old. But really, I'm at 29, almost 30, and I'm just like, there's some things in life that I don't want to waste my energy on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many other things that I would like to put my energy into, like this podcast, like my like the videos that we do, uh, like my current job or anything else. Like, I want to put my energy into that. And it's really just wasted energy. And I feel like the people who are involved themselves with console wars are younger. They're probably mm-hmm. in their you know late teens, early 20s. And they have a lot more energy to burn out. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say this as like, oh, you need to get a life. But at the same time, yeah. But, it is their life right now. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like it's wasted energy. It really is. You know, don't you have dreams, goals, a vision for your life, right? And you're wasting your energy on Twitter saying that, like, anybody who buys the Xbox Series X is just, a, like, a garbage boy. Is that really energy you want to burn off? Or yeah. do you want to do your dream? Yeah. You know, your per- your purpose, your passion, right? Um, and that's going, you know, way more into boomer energy right there. Like, oh, you need to stop screwing around. <laughs> You know, boomers like Brian McGinnis. But oh my goodness, <laughs> Brian McGinnis is my boy. But anyways, uh, what do you think? I think you're a mean friend. I am. <laughs> well, you know, Brian is is more mean because he's definitely not listening to this. I guarantee you, I I would bet money that he's not listening to this episode, so I can say whatever I, bet you I this want. This is the one episode he'll listen. To. I bet you. I bet you he's gonna be like console wars, huh? That seems interesting. Like, wait, did he just call me a boomer? But. <laughs> Definitely check out uh, Brian's podcast, uh, Playable Characters Podcast. He was on the show before, too. So really good conversation. We talked about Stadia. So definitely uh, go back in our backlog and look for that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it really just comes down to like it's it really is just wasted energy. Mm-hmm. Like something, something you can put yourself into more of your goals into. Like I if it's I mean, it depends. I think it depends on the age. If it's like high schoolers and even college students like. Yeah, that's just where they are in life like yeah. video games are a distraction from school and life and if you want to spend your time on twitter fighting with strangers go ahead yeah there's a as lot more ad- free time in high as school. an adult i don't have the time or the energy to be fighting with people online exactly i really don't even post on facebook because i don't want to deal with the comments yeah facebook so, is a toxic wasteland well that too but, but like that's what i mean like it's just as an adult i just can't see me wasting the tiny sliver of energy i have left in the day to fight with strangers about why I like what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really comes down to that. It's just like, I really don't have time for it. And, you know, if you ever say like, oh, Adam, you should change over to PlayStation. I'm like, if 
fine, whatever. I really don't care. We <laughs> own both, so it doesn't really matter yeah. in this house. <laughs> uh, I should definitely show you uh, Drew Gunn's latest video about console wars because um, he was saying that, like, you know, later on in his life, he had more money. And this time he bought two of the main consoles. And he said this is like 10 year old me will be super proud of my financial recklessness. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah very true. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that really does end our conversation. What do you think? I think so. I think console wars, they're fun to go back and forth on just mm -hmm. for fun, but really, really put it down to your identity and really putting others down. Is that really how you want to live life, man? Mm -hmm. But uh, that could be condescending boomer energy, but whatever. I'm a boomer at heart, I guess. I don't you know. You spend your whole day with boomers. I do. I do. The The current place I work at, there's a there's a lot of them. But yeah, that's... Rubs a, off a little by the end of the day. It does. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Like I said, we're going to have guests again, you know, in a couple weeks. But, you yeah. know, we just need time for ourselves and, yeah. you know, introvert energy, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, Liz, any final words? Nope. Cool. Uh, so again, we thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We very much hope you enjoyed this week's uh, conversation. If you, did, if you did enjoy it, Anyone that subscribed to the channel, maybe you should. It's uh, that little red button right down there. It's yeah. over there. Click it. Bang. And then a little bell icon. Just click it. Smash it. Bam. And then that like button, that little thumbs up thing. Bam. It's smashed. But uh, you know what else is a smash? That's share button. But yeah, so um, definitely subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And uh, follow us on uh, the Twitters at Gaming Grocery. And I'm Gaming Groceries. There you go. And I'm at Ace Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So follow us on Twitter individually. Follow us on Instagram. Games and Groceries, all one word. Definitely check out the website, gamesandgroceries.com. And with all that said and done, we thank you for listening to this week. We hope you have a, a very safe week and have a good one. Bye.